Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We'll give you some players that, well, if we're wrong about them, it could mean bad things for our fantasy teams. Right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome, everybody, to your Friday edition, Thursday, if you're watching on YouTube. Adam Azer and Heath Cummings here. Players we're worried about being wrong about. It's a mouthful, but it's actually a pretty fun topic. All right, Heath, you've got uh, three, I believe, that we're going to talk about today, starting with the potential number one overall pick. Probably not in most drafts, but we'll, we'll, potential works. Say that for anyone, right? Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I've seen that Chris has McCaffrey number one in his rankings, and I kind of envy that because Christian McCaffrey, like if he's back to being Christian McCaffrey again, it's like you're playing in a super flex league and everyone else is playing in a one quarterback <laughs> league. His upside is about 20 points higher than 20% higher than any other non quarterback in fantasy football. And I don't really believe that he's super injury prone. I've got him fourth. I kind of sometimes think maybe I should just have him first. Okay, I, I thought you were going to take it the other way that you're wrong about having him fourth being too high. That maybe you, you know, given how how little I, he's played the last two years, that he shouldn't even be top five. I don't think his injuries are the type or related enough that I actually like. I do think he's more likely to get hurt than Jonathan Taylor. I don't think he's more likely to get hurt than Dalvin Cook. Um, I don't think he's necessarily more likely to get hurt than Derrick Henry. Okay. What are you worried about with David Montgomery? Uh, that I've got him as a second round pick and some people don't want to take him before round four and it's a new coaching staff and Khalil Herbert did look pretty good and maybe the Bears will just be awful. <laughs> All right, his ADP on Fantasy Pros is 32nd overall and NFC is a fourth round pick. So just draft on NFC, Heath, and you'll have plenty of David Montgomery and no regrets. Um, okay, how about Brandon Cooks, another guy you draft a lot? This is a guy that I feel like I've just brought everybody with me now. I think uh, now in the CBS rankings, we've all got him in the top 50 picks. And he was uh, a sixth-round pick at one point. I have him in the third round. I really expect the Texans are going to run more offensive plays than they did last year because they were so low in the, in the ranking on that. I really expect that Davis Mills is going to be slightly more efficient than he was last year because he's not a rookie quarterback anymore. And I don't think there's anybody that's going to challenge Cook's target share. So I, I, I've got him ranked as a top 12 or 13 wide receiver, and I think he has top five upside. Brandon Cooks is a round five pick in NFC and Fantasy Pros average draft position. And another guy who's a round five pick in Fantasy Pros, and I'll double check here on NFC, he's a round three pick. No, round, sorry, round four pick, 43rd overall. Guy that I'm worried about being wrong about, I've basically been avoiding him, is Mike Williams. And I just feel like he had so many opportunities to be better than he was last year. But what if he has the same opportunities this year? He'll probably be better than he was last year, and he was the number 14 wide receiver. He had the fifth most green zone targets in the NFL. That's targets inside the 10-yard line. Mike Williams had 12 of them, and he only caught two touchdowns on those 12 targets. And if you look at other players who had 12 or more green zone targets, all of them had at least five touchdowns on those targets. So... He led the team in receiving. Keenan Allen's 29 years old. 
uh, you know, maybe there's a chance that I'm just really missing the boat. I can't, I, mean, I really can't take him in round four, Mike Williams, but I got to be open-minded to him if he falls to round five. And I'm worried about being wrong about him. And I think you probably think I am wrong about him. Well, I do think you are wrong about him, but I, I think maybe I'm still too low on him if things go right, because you mentioned it with Keenan Allen and his age and his decreasing efficiency over the past two years. It's possible that Mike Williams doesn't just lead them in receiving yards, but he re- leads them in targets and receptions. What if I told you that Mike Williams is going to catch 85 passes for 1,300 yards and seven touchdowns? That's great. It's Kyle Pitts. That we've had a lot of talk. <laughs> that is what you expect for Kyle Pitts. Almost, um, we've had a lot of talk about how he was only good the first five games of the season, and then the, set, the then he was just Mike Williams again. Well, those numbers I just gave you with his 17 game pace for the final seven games of the season. What happened with Mike Williams was he was awesome for five weeks. He had a four week stretch that was absolutely unplayable. Like. If he'd done that the first four weeks, people would have been dropping him. And then the last seven games, he was back to being a number one fantasy wide receiver again. Yeah, overall, yes. Within that, though, he had um, three games with eight to 12 PPR fantasy points, which is really not good. So, you know, I think he was kind of that sort of inconsistent, little bit frustrating on a week-to-week basis, but you put him in your lineup anyway and you'd live with the production. Um, But you can deal with that in round five. I mean, (laughs) I... Round four, I hope he falls to round five. That's all I'm saying. Round four is a little rich for me, but um, it's, it's, he's a really, really interesting player. A lot so of he was basically like Stefan Diggs the first month of the season. Yeah. And then he was um, Darius Slayton the next month. <laughs> yeah. And then he was Tyler Lockett after that. Right. I think that's, that's pretty fair. <laughs> all right. Let's hope for more Tyler Lockett and Stefan Diggs than Darius Slayton. For Heath, I'm Adam. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today at 5. We actually have our player profiles with Jacob Gibbs publishing this weekend. So enjoy those. See you later.